Welcome to Collision, where faith and doubt collide. My name is Nick Flores, and I am your host. This week, I have the pleasure of introducing a longtime friend, Evan Krippner. We met my junior year of high school, his senior year of high school. We went to youth group together, served alongside each other in that time. I fortunately was able to convince him and his parents to host a young men's Bible study. Every couple weeks, I would go over there and just spend a lot of time with Evan, his family, and our friends. Evan has always had a wonderful heart. He's always um, had a heart for community. He's always loved people. He's always loved God in the midst of all of everything going on. This is That Conversation with Evan Krugner. Thank you listening and welcome to Collision, where faith and doubt collide. My name is Evan Krippner. Uh, I grew up at North Coast Church and um, I'm really kind of solid upbringing, really enjoyed my childhood uh, and I see that I kind of you know, like I've been following some kids like uh, at my church for the last three years, you know, uh, fifth grade, sixth grade, now seventh grade. And I'm kind of rewalking this journey that I was on uh, way back when and realizing like you know, I, I was more grounded in childhood than I thought, than I remembered. And um, I'm gaining a greater appreciation for where things kind of slid, uh, slipped and went haywire. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how how would you say you were more grounded in childhood compared to now? <clears throat> what does that mean? Well, it's not not, not necessarily uh, to 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 now. It's mm. just um, yeah. So kind of the the next shift happened uh, when. <clears throat> I started getting uh, more into porn in in junior high and then high school and um, and just kind of found my uh, my personal identity in that. That's where I gained my affirmation and where my mindset is like, it's all this fantasy and this romance of like the ideal partner and romance. And so that kind of consumed me more so than church as I just started feeling very alienated from that community 
which I eventually stepped away from. And then there was one point where I kind of came back uh, into uh, a different church community where I met you, Nick, uh, feeling as though that I belonged more to that church culture, and it was much more about this belonging time rather than um, it was truly walking in obedience to the way of God. Hmm. How would you kind of even dive more into like, there's this one community where I felt alienated. What did that kind of look like? What were the signals kind of coming your way saying, Hey, I don't feel safe. I don't feel welcomed here, but in this other community, it looks different. And I feel a sense of belonging here. So how, what are those signals coming towards you that you're looking for to feel affirmed in where you're at? Yeah, I mean, at, uh, at North Coast, it, I, I didn't really feel like I had friends that I could call friends. Mm. And that I felt like, you know, there, there were people that knew me and, you know, I, I, I'm, I've been pretty involved in the church here for a couple of years now. And so I'll get people come up to me. And it's like, oh, yeah, I totally remember you when you were younger. But it's like, oh, well, man, I don't remember you. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and which feels terrible to say. So sorry if any one of those of you are listening. But uh yeah, it's it's um, just me really being individualistic, being in my own world, uh, assuming that one thing uh, would represent true community where another thing doesn't represent true community. Uh, just telling myself <clears throat> what true community meant and looked like mm. and uh, you know putting a lot of pressure on to people and putting a lot of ideals on people and what that looked like what relationships would look like what friendships would look like and really just missing the point of following God. Now, you mentioned you're putting ideals on people and kind of setting up expectations for them to kind of deliver to you your ideal space to, to walk into. Were there any expectations you put on yourself um, to kind of either give back or, you know, uh, showboat maybe or... Um, any of those where you're like, oh, I, I need to do this because I'm stepping into this new space? Or was it, oh, I'm stepping into this new space, I'm going to completely just be pure Evan, whatever Evan looks like. I'm just going to go after that person? Or was there, anyth was there anything where you're like, oh, I need to do this so these people would like me so they can meet my expectations? Were there any mm. kinds of thoughts like that? <clears throat> um, no, no, no. 
Uh, I don't think so. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so at all. Um, I didn't feel like I had to, um, fit in at all or try to meet anyone's expectations until far later once, once I got to be like, 23 again so this we're talking about where uh, I'm in high school to college I felt very much like I could be Evan and live live into who I was which was this very caring intentional like God focused individual it's like I want to be into your life like what's going on with you and how can I bring my relationship with God uh, into your life, into your community and creating safe and comfortable spaces and environments for people uh, <clears throat> to, to uh, do. And, and uh, <clears throat> the environment that I found in this new space really allowed me to find a safe space. And, and I, I think that's largely due to the, the mentor uh, that I had at that, that time. He's really kind of helped to create that safe space to develop me as a leader, to develop me as uh, someone that I could, um, that I could really feel proud about. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that, that was, that was a very good time for me. So like high school, college were really helped me feel as though I were young again. Hmm. Right. And it's just like, this is, this is who I was. When I was a kid at church, this is my childlike heart um, for leading and being with people and having that uh, direction and that desire for God and leading others towards him. Now, you mentioned having a mentor through this space to kind of help help you grow and foster those um skills and talents given to you what were the some of the challenges and doubts that kind of ran through your mind that you needed this affirmation outside of yourself to push you through push you over that hump to get to the ideal um yeah so i think the doubts that i had of myself what were really my own my own worth like who i was as a man who i was as a a leader who i uh, um yeah just who, yeah who who i was as a man really mm -hmm. it came down to that and what what did it mean for me to actually like live live a godly life and really identifying it really looking practically I was not 
And so it's like, if that's not who I was, if I'm not really living, if I don't have a spouse, if I don't have um, kids, like then who even am I, right? And I don't have that or I am not being taken into that kind of ideal that I have for myself. I'm not living into a ma- being that, that man who I, I would think. And that also kind of derailed a little bit later in life. <clears throat> um, but, you know, in, in high school, that kind of was taken taken back and saying like no uh no in fact you yes it is true that you are a sinner but that's okay you're safe by grace you're loved by jesus i was like oh yeah oh yeah i am oh yeah that's true it's okay and uh, so just like learning to to walk in freedom and remembering what my vocation was that my my vocation is more about like like being connected with people and so whenever i was connected with people that's that's what made life meaningful at the time mm-hmm. Yeah, so you mentioned high school and then going to college. And now you and I do have a relationship, so I do already do know the answer. But for everyone listening at home, what did you go to school for? Yeah, so I I went to Biola, and I had a degree in philosophy. I, I actually um, went when with the intention of graduating and becoming a youth pastor. But so my mindset in philosophy really was like, okay, who, who, who is God? How can I explain and understand God logically? Who is he in a historical context? How did men understand him of the past and how can we uh, relate to our spiritual walk and growth logically. And that's, that's kind of really what uh, drove my spirituality in, in college is kind of this logic based in this, like this, um, yeah, this, this uh, theological, um, yeah, kind of ethic of, of spiritual practice. Hmm. Did anything you learned in those, in that time in class, how did that translate into your everyday outlook in spirituality? Um, yeah, I, I think I, I found I found solace in the quiet. Really learned to feel solace in the quiet. Um, that 
just as I out walked through campus and 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 you know listen to God through the wind and seeing his uh, face in the the trees and the flowers and the uh, and the faces of the people around me my friends um, and just like really enjoying God in the simple uh, that's that's <clears throat> that's kind of what um, that's kind of what my how my spirituality expressed itself in terms of what I was learning it's like um, yeah I, I was I, I'd say that primarily what I was learning is how to relate to God in a more spiritual uh, spiritual way do you carry those practices with you today? Today, right now, yes. Mm. Yes. Was there Absolutely. a time where you you kind of alluded that today, right now, you carry those practices? Was there a time you kind of abandoned those practices for a little bit or just kind of slowed, slowed down? After college, I uh, continue, I went through what I felt like was a pretty radical breakup mm. and uh, bouncing back from that I uh, got really grounded into what I felt like was a really uh, loving godly caring community so I'm like okay great this is it and when I saw a couple things that I felt as though were askew uh, in in that environment, and I approached them. And I say, "Hey, I don't think this is biblical because of X, Y, Z. I don't think this is reasonable because uh, X, Y, Z." It's like, "Oh no, you're 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 wrong. You're you're actually you're unbiblical. You're you're actually unsaved." And just flipping the turtles, the the uh, the book on me, and um, like seeing my community abandon me, not being grounded in those friendships anymore. Well, who am I without people? <clears throat> and you know, pe people had become my idol. At that point, um, and I think that's something I, I struggled with in my identity all the way through. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, when when that community was taken away with, when my uh, f my faith was called into question, it's like, oh, do I love Jesus? Maybe I don't love Jesus. And that really gave me the excuse and the 
the fodder to really dive into uh, to some of some of my uh, sin. So that like that was almost kind of uh, really a, that crowd I was running with at the time after college uh, really kind of traumatized me in a sense to give me the fodder to later go and kind of walk in to the, the sin and the debauchery mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm uh, coming out of and uh, today and just like living in freedom and remembering that that God God is who he says he is and he does promise what he says he promises and that um, I can be okay just being who I am I don't need to try to get affirmation in anywhere else I don't have to get affirmation from people I don't have to get affirmation from a spouse or through family or through children it's just me and Jesus and how I can take my connection with him into the relationships around me and it's really a full-bodied experience of what my spiritual journey has been throughout my whole life Mm. yeah i can definitely relate to what you're saying about this community kind of let you down in this moment where you felt like i needed them at this moment the most um and then they kind Mm -hmm. of just you know you had those expectations humans are humans and they're not going to always meet up to them because they're not Jesus. And so I'm looking at your journey. Of, you started in this, in this one community as a kid, you grew up in this church, you then shifted to this next community, you found belonging. And then kind of from there, you found another community in college and really like dived in even more. So in the community, you're on fire. You're going to go be a youth pastor and then those people let you down, you kind of fall off, you know, felt abandoned in that moment. And then now, are you going back to that same community you grew up in? Is it kind of a full circle? And then what is kind of going in your mind now going back into that space, if it is the same one you grew up in? Yeah, yeah. So I'm at uh, going back to North Coast, the uh, kind of uh, where, where I... Uh, started kind of full circle mm-hmm. and I was kind of like um, the community that I had gone into right after out of college kind of broke me down and hurt me it's like this is the way you can follow God and if you're not following God like this, then you're, uh, well, you, you, you can't even be saved. You can't even like enter into the presence of God. It's like, oh, well, well, that sucks. I, I, and I just didn't feel like I could relate and just in who I was spiritually, just my personhood. 
I couldn't even relate. That's not even who I was. I, I wasn't this kind of crazy, loud, rambunctious, speaking in tongues, uh, you know, healing the sick kind of person. That's just not who I was. It's like, well, gosh, if that's what it means for me to be saved, I guess I can't even be saved. And if I'm going to go to church, I might as well go back to what I know and what made me feel comfortable and feel at home. And if God's real and if God's going to save me, well, maybe he'll save me there. And, you know, so I, I really did start going back to North Coast and just learning to to uh, walk into uh, who who the Lord had me be back in my childhood and remembering and being grounded again in that community and realizing, you know what, as I grew up, the spirituality that, that I had then, what really wasn't the, uh, the loneliness and the um, disconnectedness that I had built myself into believing that it was. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Um, <clears throat> I had a question. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, I can't remember. It must not be important. <clears throat> um, so... Your, it seems like the overarching like theme that you've kind of experienced throughout your entire life is this sense of like self worth. You see, of one wanting to find that community, growing up, finding a sense of belonging. You mentioned your mentor through your college years, kind of pushing you in that direction of affirming you and who Evan is as as a man. Um, and then you go through this breakup, this pretty major breakup. And again, you're questioning your your faith and your self-worth and then you find your way back at the church you grew up in how did you get from the pits what was going through your mind and when you fell off and then going back to the church was there any hesitation doubt um fear maybe of people of acceptance and questioning your your manhood as you put it Yeah, yeah. So it, you know, I, I, um, kind of re readdressing that and reaffirming that. I, uh, <clears throat> I did feel kind of out of out of the lurch a li- little bit by by this group after college. It's just like <laughs> what really truly felt like grounded me was this uh, was this theological framework that I had in college was this like logical framework that I had in college how can we relate God through scripture through the Bible these seem like fundamental truths 
and taking that to the community and being like, oh, no, we need we need to hear God and spirituality like uh, like just um, just what he's prophetically telling us now. Like that's that's just as important, maybe even more important than what was uh, and just how we relate to scripture in our experience of now, as opposed to relating to a scripture as it was written. That's, <clears throat> I was kind of really threw threw me off a little bit, and <clears throat> how I came came back to that realizing that oh no 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 i actually it is it is the word of god solo scriptura like scripture alone jesus alone faith alone is really what saves and uh, re remembering that and it's like i i didn't have to be anyone else except Evan because in Jesus I am saved in Jesus I am delivered mm -hmm. and uh, yeah so that was that was all yeah that was all good yeah uh, another question would be because I'm I'm trying to figure out the same I'm trying to figure out the answer as well and I'm on this journey of trying to figure out what's the balance between um, diving into community, but then also kind of like shielding yourself in a way because you know they're just going to let you down anyways because humans are humans and you have to still give people grace in that because um, it's your church community and that's very kind of biblical. I feel like being a part of a community, but how do you how do you kind of like heart check yourself and saying? Am I putting too much faith in these people now? Am I giving too much of myself into them? Or, you know, where is that line for you? Is that is that an internal struggle you're having as well? Because you're like, oh, I've been really hurt um, by people. And, but I know I'm here for God. And Jesus is calling me to be this way and be a part of this community. Um, but I don't, maybe don't want to fully give 100% of myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, in terms of my relationship with just you know, like like people with friends, it's like, heck, if I'm gonna get hurt, I'm gonna get hurt. Mm. You know, my 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 mission is to love. My mission is to care for others. If I'm going to get hurt, then, like, whatever. Hmm. But I, I'm there first and foremost for you. And uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at now. My relationship with women is a whole other crazy thing I'm trying to work out. And <laughs> let's not even go there. That's a, a, always a topic for another time. But sure. my relationship with uh, community, just your kind of day-to-day relationship it's like yeah let me let me just talk to you about who jesus is and how uh, he relates to you in your life it's like you know there's this uh 
this guy that it, this um, person that I'm I'm working uh, with a lot through work that I know through work that uh, we're kind of in the same industry and and listening to where he's at with God and realizing that you know he's he's not he's not at I think what where like he is on this faith journey he is on this faith walk but not at all what any anyone would call like like your traditional Christian or your traditional like actually saved individual but it's very clear like he is on this walk and this path and this journey just engaging in a friendship with him it's like who are you as a love child of god mm. like who are you and uh that's that's just kind of a that's kind of a cool thing to uh, to be a part of that that uh reconstruction process for him yeah that's really cool that you're able to be a part of that someone else's journey and just be a bear witness to it as well. That's got to be encouraging for yourself, I'm sure. Um, so kind of coming up at time, but I have two more questions. Hopefully they're easy. Um, but what advice would you give someone currently that is that may be walking through that same journey you just went through? Fear the Lord over man. Hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, just learn to love God. Learn to love his ways and his, his rule and his reign and realize why he is good. And, you know, just don't love other people because <laughs> they're going to let you down. Right. But, love them with right heart and let God give you that heart. That's good. Um, and then the last question would be, what do you want people to know about you? Um, personally, any, in any kind of facet, someone walking out of this conversation, they don't know you. Um, Maybe they've brushed up against you from time to time, but what do you want someone to know about you walking away from this conversation? I'm a sinner saved by grace. I'm awesome. I'm super cool, at least on the outside. Mm -hmm. But if anything else, I am a sinner and I'm saved by grace. That's what makes me awesome. <laughs> There's nothing else but God. Awesome. Yeah, you are awesome, Evan. Um, <laughs> and thank you for hopping on um, and sharing a little bit about your story. We didn't go full in detail, but it was a really good um, chunk of time. And I think a lot of people will definitely find um, some encouragement in this and some inspiration. Um, and so... Signing off, how, where can people find you um, online or in, in business, anywhere? Where, where can people find you? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'm, I have a website, a WordPress, evankripner.wordpress.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram as uh, at ekripner92 and at evankripner. And I own a Minuteman Press store in Oceanside. So come visit me any day of the week and uh, we'll see if I can help you out with uh, any any sort of printing needs or at very least a nice cup of coffee and a great conversation. Mm -hmm.